Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, Seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get... $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. This is the Boston episode. I have with me today Stacy and Steve. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Steve. And Steve's from quite a few of the videos that you've been seeing lately. Steve had round one and round two. If you paid attention on Instagram story. And Stacy, my co-host. Hey, it's Stacy. We're out here in Boston. this week, a little work trip and all that other stuff. Um, and we got to venture down to Boston. What did y'all think of Boston? The town itself and the harbor is gorgeous. I mean, it, it goes unmatched easily. It's just cold. And uh, to me, too, it was really, really cold. It was kind of like the air hit me, and I'm like, ah, stop. And I couldn't, like, I couldn't keep my composure. And I'm a very uh, calm person. I got so cold, I was ready to leave in the first 30 minutes as, like, we only shot video probably, like, 15 minutes or so the whole time because it was so freaking cold. I really don't think it's that long. I mean, I got a couple clips, but it's, that wind to cut you. I mean, it's, everybody knows it's colder on the water, but, like, the difference in the altitude from home to being sea level, you, you would think it's a little chillier in the mountains. It's a different type of cold here on the water. It's cold. And um, like I, like when we're West Virginia, like our cold, like like you said, it's our cold doesn't have this starkness to it. Like it's not like seventeen degrees here, not seventeen degrees there. And like you said, altitude and different things like that um kind of change everything up. And uh, the people here, the people here are like completely different. Um, I have to say, um, the whole uh thought of you know, the Southern hospitality, um, because once again, West Virginia is the North South and the South North. We're kind of in between. So when you go above the Mason Dixon line, which isn't very much a West Virginia, um, but it is part of West Virginia, you know, it doesn't matter where you go. We're all still the same, but here the people are real fast. Uh, there are some nice people here, but it was a lot of people. They had this, uh, I don't want to call it like a rudeness, but it was sort of like a, some kind of like attitude, we keep hearing this fast pace, fast pace. Everything's always on the go up here. I talk fast for everybody back home. There's people back home that have trouble understanding me. I ain't got a squat on anybody up here. Like they asked me for outdoor trash cans, and all I heard was trash cans. Looked me dead in the face, and all I could, like, I had to ask her three times what the hell she was saying. Right, and for instance, like, we was at the Burger King, and we getting our breakfast and all that stuff, and the lady's like, want to drink with that? She didn't didn't say, do you want to drink with that? Get to the window. And, you know, somebody's going to ask me in, in West Virginia or, or Pennsylvania or Maryland somewhere. They're going to ask me, do you want ketchup? And then this lady just said, any ketchup? Any ketchup? And I'm like, Annie, are you okay? 
any are you okay because like i didn't know exactly what she was saying you know i thought we was vibing a smooth criminal so i kept any are you okay any are you okay and uh the lady looked at me strange and then she i finally heard the catch-up and i was like okay um we ended up at a um texas roadhouse because that's one of our staples texas roadhouse and applebee's that's what we do on the road because uh, it's tried and true Got to be careful, though, out here, because the steak sauce out here, they will switch it up and make it thick and hearty, and it'll be, yeah, it'll be a little, it'll be a little sweet and stuff like that, and you'll think something's wrong with the steak. Um, So, you know, when we were ordering our food, the lady was talking real fast then, and, you know, I kind of, I'm highly intellectual, I would believe, so when I hear people, I try to listen to them twice with both ears, you know, some people just listen with the right ear, but I try to listen with both of them. And she spoke so fast that it was just like, hum, 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 hum. so I was like, okay, I'll take my time with it. And Stacy ordered, Steve ordered, you know, I still ordered my food, but I was kind of like, I'm not going to say too much while I'm uh, in this restaurant. So that was kind of a different curve there for me. Um, what about you, Steve? Any other experiences since we've been here? Uh, I'm just a big fan of the South. I mean, I'm, nothing's going to beat that Southern hospitality. I'm sorry. Like Boston's beautiful. Uh, the people for the most part on the whole are nice. Um, even though there are, you know, rude, you don't have assholes everywhere. It's just, it is what it is. I mean, but, um, coming from the South and, and being of that, like not to get too far off on heritage and this, that, and the other, it's just, there's no place like home. I mean, it don't matter where you're from. Like I'm sure most East cats, like the guys we work with, we're talking about, oh, well, none of them travel. Very few people that we run across with up here travel. And that's kind of like a little bit of culture shock for me because, we do it for a living. Like, I mean, what what better job can you have? Uh, also, like travel agents, where we get paid to see the country. Yeah, and, and, and holding walls, you know. It's, yeah, and I agree with that. Like, uh, the one thing that has kind of got me, like, I, and I, I have friends, you know, other podcasters that live up here in different places. Like, they talk like they don't go places. Like, when I say traveling two or three hours, they act like that's a long ways. I'm talking about two hours, and we're making out a four-hour travel. I mean, we run up and down the road to Columbus anytime we want to, treat it like it's a 30-minute trip. And out here, there's people that live like 30 minutes away from um, Rhode Island that have never been to Rhode Island, you know? And they have extra transportation here. Like, they got trains, planes, and boats, and ferries, and everything that you can get across to these places. And these people don't go anywhere. And the economical situation here, like, I really learned a lot while I was here because I, I got to talk to a lot of different people, some middle class, some upper class, I ain't talked to any rich people. And I've talked to a little bit of the downtrodden that are here. And it's it's really hard. People here have to have like two or three jobs to survive. And you know, where we're from, our standard of living is different. But our quality of, of life is different too because you see, you can really see the struggle depending on what Walmart you go to. Um, we were in one Walmart, one Walmart looked a certain way, and then another Walmart went the other way, and next thing you know, it was just kind of like, wow, you know, why is there so much disparity between the places, but um, I guess that's how it is up here, and uh, Stacy, do you have anything you'd like to add? I don't like the traffic. The traffic's kind of rough? Yeah. Yeah, the traffic's a little different. It's about like, would you, how would you compare it to, to Boston to DC? Because you've driven in both of those. Um, I mean, DC has more capacity at times, but the whole Boston roads is crazy. It's like the roads go underneath the city. And it's like, of course, your GPS doesn't work once you're underneath there. So 
if you didn't pay attention before you got under, you're you're taking a wrong exit and you're going to end up 10 miles out of your way. Yeah, and it's not like it's a straight left and left to make another left to get right. It's like you got to go to East Boston to get around to South Boston. And then when you're in these tunnels, it's if you don't stay in the right contra lane or whatever lane you want to call it, uh, you could end up right back in Boston, going down by the Boston Garden or going the opposite way uh, to it. Because we've seen the Boston Garden on one side, seen it on the other side, all because we made one wrong turn. So that's like another bit of craziness out here. Um, also, and a cool thing is, is uh, this is the first time that I've had Stacy and Steve on. And uh, they do a lot of travel with me. Obviously, you know who Stacy is to me. That's my girlfriend. Steve, he's my best friend. Um, we work together. So we like we go everywhere um, at different times. And, and a lot of the stuff, we're, we're, we're fascinated with uh, Columbus, Ohio. I think that's all our favorite place in my belt. Correct on that one? Fairly close. I mean, it's, that's, our, that's our usual circuit. That's near my region. That's where we're based out of for the most part with work and with every company. Um yeah, so, Columbus, it's it's becoming a, it's a new favorite. I mean, I, I dig it. it it's um, it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's second home. I yeah, mean, it's it is to me. It is a second home because it's like like we were out here tonight. Uh, this is Friday night. This is March fifth. Um, this is about eleven twenty. We're doing this now. We all like went out this evening. Went to the Uno Pizzeria or whatever it's called, and we went to the Dave and Buster's out there. Like the Dave and Buster's here, it was live. It was like being almost in a nightclub, just with little children running around. Because I know like in Columbus, there's well, no children running around in there. I mean, they had security in here, but this place was massive right here beside the Uno Pizza, the Namal's over here. So it's kind of like uh, one thing I did like about Boston is that you could actually do something at night if you really wanted to. And you're in a safe environment because if anything goes down in there, we know that those Boston cops are going to clap back on somebody. Um, what was your take, Steve, on that? Uh, Dave and Buster's huge fan of the chain now. Um, it's kind of a new, not quite tradition, but. We hit one every time we get a chance now. I mean, we'll probably go out of our way in the future to hit one or two. But uh, it was kind of odd seeing a uniformed officer standing there. He wasn't there when we went in. By the time we left, he wasn't moving. I don't know what, you know, I didn't see anything. There was no, but it, you know, Friday night up here, we don't know. Yeah, so that, that was kind of crazy for me, too. What about you, Stacey? What did you think of uh, the Dave and Buster's up here? I thought there were a lot more kids in there than should have been. I mean, Chuck E. Cheese is for kids. Dave and Buster's is for adults. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel that same sentiment. Were you guys paying attention to masks? A lot of people didn't have them on. Little, little ones. I mean, I, that um, I've heard you know back home they're not as susceptible once they're seven years over. I don't care. Like West Virginia's open. No, back it's up. not that they're not susceptible. They show less symptoms, and they you know they're going to heal faster because they have better immune systems. But, you know, the young kids, if they catch it, they're likely to carry it on to someone older. And it's just, I don't know. Well, that's a completely different topic that I don't think we should get into. Because that's a, yeah. Oh, my baby's only the compound back home. Right? Right. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere. They're masked up, hand sanitizer. They just, and that's their choice. I mean, I, you know, I do whatever I can. But you're right. It's a whole different beast. But I thought that was kind of odd because I got a little video. And I didn't show you the one of y'all. I was watching the, the machine that snowed. Oh, wow. Yeah. And there was a kid be bopping right through. And I just thought about that. I don't know if she was wearing a mask or not. But I know, like, you see the signs. And for the most part, everybody respects. Social distancing, not so much. I mean, you're on top of one another. But, um. I mean, 
West Virginia, I think, is opening back up to 100% capacity. So that's that's going to be hard, a hard thing to do. Anybody that is me like myself, I have high anxiety when it comes to large groups of people. And this type of thing just makes it worse. So it's going to be a, a different experience whenever uh, we go home, I guess. Yeah, I kind of... Um... Uh, like I had kind of had that same kind of deal going on because like uh, like y'all know I'm very technical so I'm looking around everywhere and I'm seeing little kids and you know I'm looking at we're talking under four feet blah 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 little like like babies. just babies that are running around and then people having babies inside of there like I seen a lady she had the baby pushed up on the machine and she's playing doing whatever what she's doing not having the baby covered up and like I said I said now baby I'm like I said epidemiology and all that stuff we're not I'm not a scientist so I can't speak on that like. If my baby or something like that, if I had a young baby, we're well, not going out nowhere like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to get off topic or anything, it, that kind of, like, bothered me because she didn't even have the baby covered up. Like, I would have put a little blanket over top of it. Baby could still breathe regardless because it, it was tempered in there. It wasn't cold in there, but it wasn't it wasn't bad in there, temperature-wise. So, yeah, no. yeah so that, that was the only thing there. And, um, yeah, that is a crazy topic, uh. You know, that's enough about Boston for right now because, like I said, we're like 12 minutes deep into this episode. I like my episodes to be a little rich so I can make some money off my advertisements. And, yes, I did say that. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, one one thing, too, I did will say this is that the social distancing here, uh, a lot of people were not very respectful. Um, and here, like I, I noticed, because, like I said, once again, I'm very technical. You know, we're in line at Walmart. So we go to, you know, Walmart, that's our part of our specialty. Um People, there were still lines set up. The, the stores here were properly maintenance for you to go down certain aisles, and people just were like not doing that, just going down the aisles. And just the one thing that irritates me, it doesn't matter where I am in the United States, is they stop in the middle of an aisle and they sit, they go diagonal. They hit that famous, I always say, 32 degree angle. They hit that 32 degree angle so you cannot get down the aisle. Then if you go around the next aisle, Charlie, Terry, James, and Betty are all doing the same thing, but that by then they're doing a, a true diagonal line, you know. And I'm kind of like, hey, somebody wants to get down now. I just want to buy a bag of Cheetos or some Doritos, spicy chili Doritos to get down now. What have you all seen social distance wise? And I'm not just talking about like Boston because we're done with that for right now. Like overall, have, inside the Walmart because that's our, our baby there. I avoid Walmart like the plague. Unless we got to go in there and clock in. I try to, like, nothing against the ones back home. I, I love the company, the franchise, all that. But, you know, people congregate in places. Um, before we left, I think the Saturday, oh, even Valentine's Day. Everywhere. Like, I understand, it, but it's a corporate holiday. It's blowed out. Like, Walmart parking lot should never be that full. And I'm not going to name which Walmart it was. Because it was blowed out. Like, you could not get in the lot. Like, if I didn't know better, I would say there was a concert and a cake party going on. <laughs> for the most part. But, like, not my scene. Like, I, I got to kind of agree with Stacy and that people aren't my thing. Like, I respect it. And what about you? What have you noticed? Because you've been with me across yeah. the, we go to North Carolina. I think North Carolina was the heaviest, but I do think, in all honesty, like that Greensboro between there and Asheville area, they were kind of respectable when it came to space in certain areas. I, I disagree. I think up here, with the exception of Dave and Buster's tonight, <coughs> as much as I, I mean, you know, you guys have been out more than me. I, I stay in, stay in the room here and do my thing. Um, I think everybody up here has been respectful and, you know, re- respectful 
uh, of the distance and courtesy and stuff like that. I do notice more people wearing masks, um, um, even more kids wearing masks up here. And at home, you know, West Virginia, they're less, they could they care, care less. It's like we're from West Virginia. I mean, grow up eating dirt. I ain't going to get sick. You stay in your car, I'll stay in mine. Right. We'll be just fine. Right. Put your rock dolls and your cold babies, right? Right. And they don't care. <laughs> like, they'll come in with a family of 10 and just stand in the aisles and talk to old Tommy down the street or something okay. and block everything. I just, and, I, yeah. Okay. Now, let, now let me get to, into some questions with both of y'all. This is just Q&A with you guys real quick. And uh, my audience, I'll tell you this, this is crazy because y'all listen in different things like that, different capacities. Um, like, let's talk about one thing that's crazy, the actual travel up and down the road. Um, traveling. You're in the car, 12 hours going down the road. <laughs> you know, how do y'all do that? I sleep for the most part. Like, I mean... <laughs> Unless we're eating or bathroom break, like I, I'm trying to catch some Z's, like, but I don't sleep back home. Like, this is like I, you heard me say it before that it's my vacation. Like, <laughs> I got the kids, and got real. Well, I mean, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I got work. That's it. I get up, I do my eight or ten or whatever we're done. And <clears throat> excuse me, you. If I come back here and pass out if you let me, I would. But I mean, just. <laughs> What about you? What about all that driving? Um, it's not bad on regular roads. When I get into like the city areas, the the high traffic places, uh, road work places where the roads are tight, especially whenever you know speed limit's fifty miles an hour because it's in road work and you got a freaking semi coming down the road at seventy, just going past you. So you got to worry about hitting a barricade and then also the the big old truck making you swerve everywhere. So, so key thing I want to go in real quick. You're coming, you know, you come across West Virginia. We go West Virginia, Maryland. We hit Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania has a decent stretch of turnpike, blah, blah, blah. Right. But then you hit New Jersey. And New Jersey switches it up. It has really nice roads to a degree. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. you hit New York. Oh, gosh. New York. What was that pressure like through New York? Like once, what is it? It may have been the Lincoln Tunnel. Forgive me if it's the wrong tunnel. But once you get there, you get into New York because New Jersey was happy. You get to New York. What was that like for you? Um, I had a, had a bit of a panic attack inside because, like, it's completely different than what we've seen. Like West Virginia, you have one road. Like you don't have a road stacked on top of a road stacked on top of a road. And there I felt like, you know, when we got into New York, it was just like, oh, hey, let's see how many layers of traffic we can stack on top of each other and how many lanes we can have coming in. And let's just throw some road work on top of it and make all the lanes fit for a Fiat, not a SUV. <laughs> That's just regular trip to Charlotte, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got construction 20 miles before, 20 miles after. It's never going to change. It's been that way for as long as I can remember going south. <laughs> you handled it well, though. I mean, I'll give you that. Like, I didn't know you had a panic attack. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you handled it good. Now, you know, I was up for the whole trip. I, right. I, don't, I don't sleep very much on a trip. If I'm not driving, when I'm driving, I sleep. But <laughs> outside of that, you know, I don't sleep. So everything was kind of smooth for me. Um, our West Virginia ride, and I always tell everybody, we got 
interstate is 64, 77, 79. If there's another interstate or if you want to call Route 50 or whatever you want to, or 119, we've got different, you know, U.S. routes. But we got just a few highways. Everything was smooth. Now, we go through Connecticut, Rhode Island. Smooth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Connecticut. Connecticut had a, a type of police officer. Steve was asleep during this. But, they're, <laughs> listen, their police officers had a flashing light so that you knew that they were the police. It wasn't like a flashing light, like, hey, we're here to commit crime. I mean, to help out with crime. I didn't mean to commit <laughs> <laughs> crime. Yeah, with the advertising crime, though. All right. No, they were solid lights. Yeah, they were and solid if lights. If they were going after someone, they turned in a flashing light. Are you talking about, like, on the silver cars? That, like, it looks like a strobe, but it's not flashing. Like, you, you got, like, your bright white. No, it was just the bar, and it red on one side, blue on the other yeah. side. Yeah, tell me the one of those maybe like, but it was lit up like a whole applique was just solid like it was. Yeah, yeah, and I really appreciate that going across Connecticut. This is like it made you feel like you were like I don't I know y'all haven't traveled abroad, but like when you're in Europe, the cops are actually there. You know they they they're there not cops here are here to help, but I'm not I'm not saying they're not here to help, but I'm saying an actual cop car, like you knew who making their presence known. Yeah, not the, hey we're gonna write you a ticket, bitch. Hey, you know, you see us, we're here. Yeah, no doubt in that. Now, I will tell you this. Throughout all those states, from Pennsylvania to Massachusetts, those cops out there like to hide on the highway. Right. I've seen cops where uh, the road would break. Cops would be in the corner right here in the cut. And I'm thinking to myself, you can really dart out on seven lanes of traffic and catch somebody, but I will give it to them. They are brave. It was one... That was their- Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and taste tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, Seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. There was a middle place where they turn left so they can go north or south. There was one just chilling right there, underneath the bridge. Couldn't tell he was there. Couldn't see any reflectors until you were right up on him. And uh, that was one thing that was crazy out there. Um, another thing that I noticed that, like on on the way here, Rhode Island and Connecticut, man, them roads was amazing. Right. I was like, man, if I could uh, get some of their tax dollars and some of their V dot or their you know V dot guys and get them to pave our roads, we could definitely use them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the difference is the economy. I mean, what's the one factor in construction and division of highways? Let's say that has not changed in eons ever. What well, what's the one aspect? Think about this just as to how they pave them, what it's made with, how they're treated in the winter. What's the one thing that's never changed ever? What is that? Salt. True. The only corrosive thing, like you can keep in concrete. You can keep an asphalt. Salt is the one material. If that gives you any idea, that's the, like, I don't know everything that goes into making roads. I know it's a process. I know the general of it, but salt is the one thing. 
You can't buy fake salt. You can't cheapen salt up. You can water it down, and then you just get a more corrosive liquid. True. But we don't know how bad it really gets up here. Like, there's still snow on the ground. It's been here. We've been here four days. Snow yeah. hadn't melted at all in our parking lot at work. Oh, no. And the snow that they piled up in corners at Walmart that's stacked 7 million, 20 million um, leagues above the sea are just sitting there. It hasn't been above freezing the whole time we've been here. True, true, true. Especially in the morning. That was one thing out here in the morning time. Like, you get up at 6 o'clock, you go outside, that air, like I said, once again with that coldness, that was one of the things that kind of got me going. Now, uh, any takeaways from this in the future? Yeah, don't come back in March. Yeah, I, I really, really, really got that. Like, not coming back up to to the North Atlantic anymore. Want to stay in the Mid Atlantic where we stay at, um, or the South as we're called. Uh, uh, from like a beer <laughs> until April, I don't want to be above the Mason Dixon. Too many things can happen. Fronts come through. We spend a lot of time on the lakes. Yeah, we really do. If you think about it, like we're always around or near. Uh, an alleyway to the Great Lakes this time of year. Yeah, and, and I can even say this. Uh, me and Stacy went to Lake Erie. Me and Steve, we've been over to Lake Michigan. Um, in the last two years, even either one of them, we they, we were there in the winter both times, and Lake Erie wasn't that cold. Michigan was cold. You don't think Lake Erie was up by six? It was, it was cold. Like, we walked out to the lighthouse, and we just about froze. So, I mean, it's just, where it is in the water. It's so close to Canada, so <laughs> that's my reason. And Steve, that's one thing I'll say too. Steve walked out to the lighthouse. I got pictures if you want to check them out. I look over on my Google photos, local guide seven. Just remember that Google. Um Steve walked all the way out there and I probably took one of them. I call it my normal Norman uh, Rockwell picture. He's out there and uh it's freaking ice. Fucking seagulls excuse my language. This <laughs> <laughs> seagulls going ah, 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 and and He's keep, he keeps walking. I got on, I wear these, I call them my Peter Parker shoes, these old um, New Balance shoes I got at the Goodwill. And, you know, the tread's good on them for what I use them for. They are walking shoes. But we got out there, and that shit, I started slipping out there, and Steve just kept going. And I told him to a point, because, you know, everybody knows I can't swim. You know, I ain't going too far. I'm going to do it for the gram, as I say, and then after that, I'm done. Steve goes on out there, and I'm just like, man. And uh, same scenario with me and Stacy. Me and Stacy went out there, but we had like a guardrail and stuff up. We had we had safety to what we were doing. He was just out there. If Steve had a fell in, um, I would have had to cash in the insurance policy on Steve because because you don't float, you sink. Yeah, I sink like you know, being an anvil out there. So that's why I always keep them with me. At least one of them is gonna save me if I'm in the water. I'm not saying I'm gonna die, but you know, I'm gonna live live that part out there. Um. So last thing before we end the show, um, all the time on my show, I do something with people. Uh, it's real simple. I had a guy on from New York that can solve an Arabian cube in 40 seconds, okay? Have a lady that comes on, uh, and she tells me this crazy thing about how she goes to Goodwill, she buys paintings, she puts rhinestones on them, puts glitter on them, and resells them. So both of y'all two are on the spot. I need a secret or hidden talent or something that nobody knows about you. Everybody's got something. Mine is I can't swim. I don't like beats. If you give me beats, I will unfriend you in real life. I will not. I won't even deal with you. Like, I'll trade you in for the 2021 model. 2022 model. First off, they don't make a new version of 
when this one here, it's the last of down breed. Like when this goes, it's it. That there's they broke the mold. You know this. Like, you tried to replace me. You can't do it. <laughs> I know you can't. I know you tried. That's the sad part. I'm still your friend. <laughs> but, uh, so what about you? You got a secret. You got a hidden talent. Don't. Yeah, you I do. Don't, I don't have talent. You say you don't. All right, so, yeah. so do you know your hidden talent? Do neither one of y'all know? All right, so let me tell you both. All right, Stacy, her hidden talent is this, it's this, and a lot of people don't pay attention to who they are when they're around people because it's human nature not to know who you really are on certain things. All right, Stacy has a knack for discount. And I'm not talking about brick seek. I'm not talking about sitting here and pulling a coupon. She can go to Walmart, for instance, and this is her hidden talent. And when she goes into Walmart, as long as she does not grab a, a shopping cart, and I know up here in Boston, y'all say carriage or something ridiculous. And another it's place, a buggy. Or a buggy. No, it's All right. a carriage. They're it's, adamant. It is a carriage. It's like, a carriage. They'll, they'll argue you on this. It's yeah. insane. They will definitely argue on you. Call it what you want. All right, so call it whatever you want. So she, as long as she goes in the store without the... Um, the, the carriage, shopping cart, or buggy, <laughs> she can network out a discount, and she'll find something. Steve has been witness to this already. It's true testament. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, here's Steve. Now, Steve has a, a crazy talent. Um, Steve can take the rationalization out of someone. We can go anywhere in the world, and uh, Steve, people from West Virginia have this thing about him, and, and I'm not a true West Virginia. I'm from Virginia, but... They can talk to people. People will generally talk to y'all because it's a free, y'all's friendly demeanor. But Steve can go to anybody, and he can pull the asshole out of them quick. And I, <laughs> we go anywhere <laughs> in the first five minutes. You're either damned or you're not going to be damned with him. So that's his hidden talent. He'll he acts like he don't know it, but uh, that is his. That is his. I gotta go. You spot on. I mean, it's just, I, I don't. You've been big on me, like, we've been running around on this for a minute, you know, two years or so, around about. We've been known each other longer now. We've worked together, worked very well together. Yeah. Just in small doses. Like, we don't work on the same projects, the same side of the building, the same 10-foot square area. Right. We, we do what we got to and get gone. For this reason, I don't give a shit. <laughs> if, right. if you don't work, if you have no work ethic, get the fuck one out of my way. I'm not the greatest worker by no means. But I work with a purpose, and, and I try to get. I make sure everybody knows what you get out of me, real quick. I mean, it, it, you ain't gonna ever question what he do the whole eight hours he was here. <laughs> Very seldom. I mean, I, I do know that much about myself, but yeah, like I, it's, it's a it's a love hate thing. You either love it or you hate it. <laughs> so I mean, I, I own that. that. That's fair. I mean, but you're right, I, and I do it on purpose. I think a lot of times because I just I need to know where I stand. But but I tell y'all this, like the cool thing, like y'all too, I, you don't ever get acknowledged, but y'all kind of make me who I am. The different little quirks, as they say in the anime world, because y'all are anime people, but I have to do a little spot for the anime people. Um, y'all's quirks and things about you too, kind of like they, they follow me around and, and they kind of shape my personality because uh, a comment that Steve made a minute ago, like you'll know what Steve's done, but for eight hours, 10, 12, 14, 16 hours, you only know me by what kind of what color clipboard I carry. <laughs> you don't know me by nothing else but the clipboard I carry. <laughs> and um, if it's white, he's on safety. If it's blue, <laughs> yeah. And, and another little funny thing about me, because like I said, you know, with these type of interviews, I, I can get a little personal. Like 
when you work with me, I never say anybody works for me because if you work for me, then we would all be rich. But <laughs> nobody works for me, they work with me. Um, if I have on a pair of Hollister pants or American Eagle pants, we're not getting any work done that night. That's my one deep, dark secret. If you see me in them and I step out, no work's coming across. Not coming out at all. And uh, anybody that hears that, because Stacy just gave me a look, she's like, you just probably cut down on your income there. Um, that That is only for certain jobs. Uh, we're not talking about which companies. We yeah. Like, I know. No, I didn't say anything like that yet. Um, but that, that kind of looking back at over the several of the longer projects we've been a part of, um, I, yeah, that's a very true statement. I mean, yeah, because when you see me up there, yeah. and I, I will say this, the only time that anything ever got crazy was that we worked on a Halloween. And I think that was oh, the only time. Oh, yeah, because they asked everybody what they were coming as, and they didn't believe me when I thought I'm a disgruntled employee. Oh, yeah. And I came in <laughs> as the MTV cameraman. Yep. But, um, uh, yeah. But, <laughs> but on a side note, even when you don't do anything, you still motivate other people to do Oh, anything. he's the ultimate hype man. Right. Yeah. This I, dude, he will gaslight anybody. You'll start believing it after a minute, too. That's the problem. Like, it's so smooth. And, and I throw a point in here, and I, mm-hmm. and I take this back to my mother, Rosalind Sparrow. Um, she raised me. You know, we're from a – I love professional wrestling. Um, there, was a, there was a promoter. His name was Bobby Heenan. He was the manager of um, Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant lacked all wrestling skills. He was never a great wrestler. But he made him to be so big that when it came time for him to take on someone that was kind of that was a little bit tougher, like Hulk Hogan, but you're kind of like Hulk Hogan, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, he 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 flipped Andre the John over and put him on the ground, and we never heard we never hear about Andre the John again. But Bobby Heenan went on and managed Hulk Hogan later on because Hulk Hogan couldn't talk, and you're the Hulk Hogan, so I make you bright, but you make it brighter by your work. So that that's kind of I, I kind of can agree with that, and uh, you know. Both of y'all to be my two biggest supporters, you know, and my mama too. Even though my mama you like that other podcast, we'll talk about that later. Um, like, I, I kind of try to always do that because I always feel like this: nobody knows their own potential. Nobody knows their own potential, and it takes someone to see your potential to sell it to you. And once your potential sold to you, then you become my favorite thing—a prima donna. Yeah, yeah, me and you go round over this because I've noticed like. Uh, sometimes, and this is a fair warning if you catch JDR and I in the right light, wrong mood, um, if our toxicities kind of join a little bit, we're horrible. <laughs> not, not as people in the whole shop, but like, um, you can't rub either one of us the wrong way because we feed off that, and then you just get uh, a whole lot of negativity you don't want. <laughs> right. And, and I mean, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about like a prima donna in the sense of like, I want all green M&Ms in a bowl type prima donna. I'm just talking about it. Certain um, things, certain sensible things. I always like, I'm very technical, but I like things to make common sense. I don't want it something that's not squared. If it don't make sense, it don't make dollars. Right. And that's a key thing there. So, once again, Stacy and Steve, I want to thank you all for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace. Hopefully in the future I can have you guys back on. Uh, obviously, uh, Stacy's a co-host. Uh, she did a little talking here. And then there is a, a secret episode that, uh, <laughs> that only premium listeners get to hear. Uh, so, you will hear her more in the future. And you'll hear Steve more in the future in... Like I said, there's a world tour going on right now, or at least a United States tour, not a world tour. So the next stop will be 
Indianapolis. Uh, we're not going to count the other part of Pennsylvania because it's not uh, necessary. But Indianapolis, Akron, um, some random places in Virginia. Um, and hopefully we'll make our way back up to Massachusetts uh, at some point And we'll do another show. Once again, guys, I want to thank you guys for being on. Once again, do y'all have any shout-outs to anybody? Uh, you got a nephew or somebody that you that, or nephews you'd like to say hi to? Um, My nephews are bad. They don't deserve a shout out. Oh, you can't do when babies like yet. Come on now. babies ain't old enough to listen. You, you never know. Like, I mean, it's a memento to them. Like, I'm just saying. They'll be all right. Steve. Of course, uh, both my little girls. I mean, it's more or less y'all's nieces. I mean, that's uh, Bella and Zoe. It'll be years before you hear this, I hope. If not, um, we'll see you soon enough, girls. Daddy loves you. And um, one other person, uh, a lady that keeps us dear and near to her, Cindy. Um, can't believe Steve forgot about her. Ah, it's mom's. I mean, yeah. she, she knows. I mean, she, she knows. All right. Mama knows. So once again, West Virginia Commonplace signing off. <laughs>